I am a brain in a jar, untethered from time and space, here to present Grim Tales of the Future. Enjoy. Today's story is absolutely Cronenbergian, but first, your daily horoscope, courtesy of the Prototonic Astrological Society. A quark. You've always known you're a giver at heart, and the universe agrees with you. The center of a gargantuan white star has collapsed, releasing a plume of atomic matter into the atmosphere of nearby planet Exodus 9. This cataclysm has brought that world's early industrial society to a halt, giving rise to social tensions and political extremism. Need we say more? This is the perfect time to start that volunteer work you've always wanted to do, and adopt that cat you've been stalking online while you're at it. Things are looking up. Down Quark. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you can get pretty close. All you have to do is the unexpected. The signs are everywhere. A massive black hole has entered the Xerxes system, devouring the outer planets and sending the verdant moon Triox into the cold vacuum of space. Just yesterday, its hunter-gatherer inhabitants lived in harmony with their natural world. They certainly didn't see this coming. So let that be a lesson to you. Anything can happen. Be your own black hole of potential and show the haters what you're capable of. Gluon, galaxies XN47 and YN22 have collided, and space is aflame with their demise. So keep a lookout for that special someone. And now, the voice from the void. Jerry Thomas thought himself a god. And why not? Nobody had made as much in the cutthroat world of the 21st century day trading as he. Stocks, bonds, commodities, lives. He bought and sold all with reckless abandon. The wealth of an entire solar system passed through his hands. And Jerry invested in himself as well. Cerebral implants let him recall in photographic detail, memories decades old. Artificial eyes allowed him to see miles in the distance and microscopic detail with perfect clarity. Synthetic muscles gave him antelope speed and grisly strength. His heart, his lungs, his digestive tract, nearly every internal organ had been replaced by something more efficient. Jerry was a formidable man, but he had one vice, mondo porn. Highly illegal pornography downloaded directly into the brain, virtual erotica that created sensations a thousand times more intense and pleasurable than the real thing. With Mondo Porn, you could fuck as a man, you could fuck as a woman, you could fuck as a sentient blob. No fetish or taboo, no matter how sordid, was off limits. The consumption of Mondo Porn was a risky endeavor. One had to navigate the darkest corners of the intergalactic net to require it. Jerry had taken every precaution, VPNs and firewalls. In theory, he should have kept anything unwanted out of his head. But one morning, as Jerry stood in the bathroom, brushing his teeth, he heard a soft female voice singing Itsy Bitsy Spider. 
which was odd since he had installed anti-earworm software. Yet Itsy Bitsy Spider persisted. And it wasn't even the whole song, it was just the first line. Itsy Bitsy Spider climbed up the water spout over and over again. Jerry pinched his earlobe, an action that should have made his brain go into self-diagnostic mode. Nothing happened. He gently pushed his right eyeball in, as he always did when he wanted to access the internet. Nothing happened. Something was seriously wrong. He threw on some clothes and made his way to the door. Then he stopped. Not willingly. He could no longer move. His appendages frozen in place, an itsy-bitsy spider grew louder and more menacing. Jerry felt a warm wetness run down his leg. Oh, how embarrassing, said the voice. Jerry fell to the floor. Jerry, do you remember the reticulin pox outbreak on Greymead 12 years ago? The one that killed 7 million people? Funny thing is, there was a company that was working on the vaccine, but then some asshole bought and liquidated them. Jerry's hand wrapped around his own neck and began squeezing. Have you ever seen someone die from reticulin pox? I have. My mum, my dad, my brothers. You get these bumps all over your body, then your organs liquefy and ooze out of every orifice. Jerry nearly lost consciousness, but the grip around his neck loosened, his hand opened. Then, one by one, each finger bent back as far as humanly possible and beyond, until the bones snapped. He would have screamed in agony if he could. In all those years I spent in orphanages and foster homes, I prayed to God he'd bring me peace of mind. That I'd be able to put what happened behind me and somehow move on with my life. This was when I still believed in a merciful God. Jerry's back arched, his artificial spine bending nearly to the point of breaking. But God isn't kind. God is angry. God is vindictive. God is cruel. Jerry's heart was beating at incredible speed. And I am his image. His heart exploded, splashing the nutrient-rich plasma Jerry had replaced his blood with all across the room. In his final moments, Jerry thought to himself, Damn. Should have just gotten an escort. Thanks for listening. The Protonic Astrological Society was written by Dr. Brandon Winter. Jerry Gets a Virus was written by Klaus Brenner. The Voice from the Void was Sarah Nightmare. To hear more of her work or to commission a voiceover, visit fiverr.com slash Sarah Nightmare. Music was by Two Dudes, Ghost Beats, Shane Becker, Solitude, and Dr. Delight. You can reach us at killallclones at gmail.com. We'll be back on February 25th. Farewell. Farewell.